All right, motherfuckers. Thank you for tuning into Sloss and Humphreys on the roads on this week's um, episode. Um, I do a big, well, not really, really like a long apology, but you know, we've complained so much on the past couple of episodes of podcast because we're very tired that I thought I'd try and refresh you with a bit of, you know, sincerity the other way. Um, we spoke about toxic relationships, uh, the worst type of relationships to be in, uh, why all jealous people are bastards and they'll never improve. Uh, so if you are a jealous person, uh, enjoy the Here's your trigger warning, you selfish cunt. And then we spoke about school for a bit. And yeah, I mean, I laughed. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? See, your last just died laughing, telling me a story about you snogging the pillow. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she's <laughs> such a horrendous storyteller. I was like, she'll get you on the podcast to tell it. And I mean, it would have been funny in that she couldn't breathe for laughing. Mm-hmm. But it would have took like the first five minutes to get out the story that I'd just done in the first sentence. Right, she's, she's got this thing where if she... And in any in in any other person, I find it the most annoying quality in the world. <laughs> like there is that one promoter that will never ever ever work again with in Europe. Who, okay, well, for the sake of professionalism, I'll not name him. I met him twice, and I looked Marlena dead in the eyes, and I said, "If you ever employ that man again, you are fired. Not just him, you are fired." Because he was just this cunt who would tell unfunny stories and then laugh his way through them. Um, yeah, you would pre- preemptive laugh. So that, like, this next bit you're going to love. But, like, the preemptive laugh wasn't a genuine laugh. It was like a... <laughs> and you're like, you knew what was coming next was going to be underwhelmed, but, but you knew he'd cued you that it was meant to be funny, so you had to kind of, like... <laughs> uh, no. like it, it was, all, like, really sapped the energy out you've been in his company. But also, he did shit like... Um, he did shit like, pay for the hotel Wi-Fi when you booked your room, right? And, and bitch then, and moan about and it. And then bitch and moan that he had to pay for your hotel Wi-Fi. And you're like, this fucking whatever, take off the tour. Right. Like, one time I was over there, and uh, one of the other acts on the bill was like, is there any chance you could source us just some marijuana? We just fancy some like bed before, uh, sorry, sorry, some weed before bed. And then he did. And uh, kept it. Kept it. And but we were like, like, can we get a joint? And he would roll us one. And we're like, I'm fucking sorry. Do Am I 14 years old and this is my first spliff and you're fucking... It's weed that you've paid for. It's not just like, oh, you can have some of mine. No, it's not weed I've paid for. It's a matter. You're the promoter. Buy me fucking drugs. Grow up. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? Like, if it was a bag of coke, fair enough. It's fucking weed. (laughs) Hold on, I want to say no, he was just giving you some of his weed. No, we were like, get get us weed. He got his weed. That's part of the fucking deal. You don't then limit. It's not like he bought us kilo and we were like, we have the fucking kilo. Give uh, us the fucking weed. It's, it's like, yeah, if you're going like, oh, can, can we get some booze backstage? Right. And they're like, it doesn't, ah, yeah, yeah, but I'm going to keep it in my office and you've got to knock and ask everything you want to be I, there. I, I, no, the reason he was doing it is because he knew we would smoke it without him because we didn't want to fucking hang out with him. Uh, so it's like, the reason he kept it was like, well, if you want to smoke it, you got to hang out with me. You're like, well, well, then I need coke as well. Because <laughs> it's the only <laughs> way I'm going to want to fucking talk to you. Except I'm fucking geared at me now. Anyway, Cara's... Uh, her version of stories, if she finds it funny, it's... You might as well leave the room until she fucking calms down before she can tell it. She's got a big-ass pregnancy pillow in the bed, obviously, and... The pregnancy pillow, because I, I just discovered what they were last week, because when I, when I went to that wedding, I stayed at my friend's house, who was also pregnant, and she's wrote us a pregnancy pillow, and it's like a... It's like a long... It's a giant U that you have upside down in bed so that, like, you, they can, like, spoon it and they can have it between their legs I, and I it stops their know. thighs chafing. And then it also get So the belly is up on a pillow. You so can't sleep on your back? No, no. I did, I did not know that. No, like obviously you can't sleep on your front. Everyone knows. Oh, yeah, well, that's a guy. You, oh, yeah. that, that, you would just find that uncomfortable anyway. You, know, you can like, only sleep... Like, your, your, your face and your legs wouldn't be on the bed. You just... <laughs> You'd just be like one of them, you know, them, um, as a kid, you'd have like an inflatable ball with like a plastic disc around it that mm. you like jump on. Do you ever get one of them? Like, like the shape of Saturn. Saturn's a, wait, the, the shape planet. of Saturn? Pla- oh, Saturn, not uh, Satin. Eh, nah, nah. Oh, I have some chemistry with this. I, I, but you've got to, you can't take, like, I, 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 
You have to remember I've the art of Saturn. However, I've just described a ball with a ring around it, and I went, you know, the shape of Saturn. But it's not, you're saying Saturn, you're objectively saying Saturn. Saturn? Saturn. Uh, that's what I call Saturn. Continue. Jesus. Saturn. I can't, I'm not going to do that. No, you know, just put an art, you're Saturn. Saturn. Just Saturn. Saturn. Something like a fucking Saturn. <laughs> that's what I was saying about like, uh, Dick Winton. Mm. I kind of said Dick Winton. Dick Winton. I can't say it properly because I, Dick Whittington. Aye. I, can't. I mean, I feel like there's middle ground. <laughs> so there's some words that I'm like, I'm not just going to break out of my accent again. Saturn. Right, well, it does if if your words don't convey the meaning. That's, you know, the point of language itself. <sighs> Tune in. Tune in. Context is key. Mm. The Mike Malloy thing that we talked about, where just because it sounded like I was saying make instead of make, mm. they didn't know who I meant. Even mm. even though I used the context, your friend who you arrived with, Mike Malloy, and they're like, Mike Malloy? Right. That's, well, that's that. Uh, no, mm, it's that. No, Saturn is also an, um, a, a thing. Aye, it's a homophone. It's another, no, no, another no, not, not, not for years. <laughs> You're not a for years. No, 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 no. I've, I've, I've watched Reese Nicholson kiss his man. I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> I've sat Craig Hill's dick. No, no, I've grown. <laughs> so did they. Um, so you're in bed with so, a. So, no, no. Also, you can't lie on your back. Can't lie on your back. Can't lie on your belly. And you can only lie, lie on one site, kind of. Because, at once. At, at, <laughs> at a certain stage in pregnancy, because all of the organs go up so it can make way for the baby. So, apparently, and I don't know how the truth this is, but all they have to do is just tell you one scary story and then that'll put the fear of God in you. That's all pregnancy is, by the way, is people just going. By the way, that'll kill your baby, and and they'll just point out. You don't want to find out the hard way. No. You don't want to find out the hard way, so no. you're like, oh, I guess I'm avoiding that then. So if they sleep on one side, apparently because all the organs pushed up there, if you sleep on the wrong side, all of their organs will just crush like their heart or the baby or fucking shit. So she's just constantly uncomfortable. But it's a weird thing as well, which is two nights, well, about four nights ago, baby was not moving as much as it normally does. And it normally it's like a little fucking pilled up dancer in there, giving mm. it a rave. And it's always funny because whenever we get into bed, he immediately starts moving because when you walk around during the day, the baby's like, just been rocked to sleep. And when you lie down, he's like, oh, right, we're still. Now I can actually physically do stuff. And so we always laugh. The second Cara tries to get to sleep, he starts dancing around. Mm -hmm. He's not dancing around. He's barely moving. And I'm like, it's dead. It's like, it's over. Like, we've got from the midwife. We've got to get this done. Cara's more sensible. I do all the worrying for both of us. She's like, look, we'll leave it to the morning. Like, if then- the baby had the decency to just not move from time to time, you'd just be like, it's just one, not one of them not moving times. But Aye. the fact it's been a constant. My motion. thing is, it's such a weird thing to just, when you wake up and you go, did you sleep well? And she's like, no, awfully. I'm like, get in. Good news. That's a good sign. Aye, that's the that baby means the baby. If she woke up full, fully rested, I'm like, fucking, all right. It's time to Google small coffins. <laughs> so it's not no it's not no news is good news with a baby. No, not for me. Maybe for other people, if you're able to handle that better, much respect. So she's got the big ass fucking pregnancy pillow, and there's been several times where when man, when I sleep, I even I've now realized being sober for a bit, uh even when I'm not on weird drugs, I am a deep motherfucking sleeper. Like if I'm in there, I'm I'm there. I still fidget. So Occasionally during the night, I'll roll over and I'll try and spoon Cara, the love of my life. And and turns out what I'm actually doing is I'm, I'm just stealing the pillow from her. So I'll be I'll, I'll be hugging Cara and then some third person will hit me in the face and then tell me to stop stealing their pillow. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know any different. Oh, no, so then I come out of consciousness. I'm like, Cara, who's this fucking... Can't they think? Oh, no, I've seen what I've done now. Uh, um, so she heard you kissing it. <laughs> We were in bed. <laughs> you tried it on with it. You slipped your hand down his pants. You did this to me in Vegas. I did this not. You fucking not the hands down the pants a bit, but you definitely when I claimed into bed in Vegas, I woke up in Vegas. You were. Um, oh, that was it. I claimed in because I was asleep under the air conditioner. Right. I was cold. Imagine freezing to death in the Nevada desert. That's how I went. So he went to Canada. Right, that's like that's like when Steve Irwin died. He like he was killed by an animal. You went, oh yeah, of course he was. He went stingray. You went. Uh, that's, not what kill, that's not one of the killer ones. That, like, Are you sure? That, oh, that, Colin McRae died in a crash. Did he? Oh, well, I'm not surprised, actually. What kind of crash? Helicopter. Are you sure? Oh, well, yeah. yeah, all right. Trip with the alley. It's mad. So, uh, you, you, you've, so basically, anyone, anyone claims into bed with you, you're just, you're just deep into them. 
<laughs> I just assume I just assume Well because Right Since I've started Going out with Gara I don't share beds With other people So whenever Somebody gets into a bed And I'm like You must be I, I sometimes get that When I'm like Back home for the first time In ages I'll wake up And feel a presence In my bed And go What have I done <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck up at home Ugh. Oh Jesus I have uh, I have nightmares About cheating Right no, the sex not involved. Otherwise, it'd just be a cool dream. But like, uh, uh, like the, a, the, you get nightmares with the guilt. I get night. I get nightmares. It's the, the, what it is is it's. I don't. I don't have the sex. I don't initiate the sex. I. I. I wake up in my. I'm, a, I'm in a dream. And Someone's nightmares. just climbing your bed. You know how it is. You're <laughs> <laughs> just lying there fast asleep. They're a pillowy. Uh, <laughs> that I've. I, I find out that I've cheated, and it's always like literally just at the end, and then I, and then I remember Kara exists and that she's pregnant with my child. I'm like, oh god, what have I done in the dream? Oh, so you like your, your dream isn't just the like you're playing. No, a it's com- not the good bit. It's like you're playing a computer game. You're like, I get it, I get to run over people in the street on Grand Theft Auto, but it's all right. I can put that down. It's a game. It don't affect my real life. It's not like that. It's like uh, you really feel like you've cheated on your wife, and you get all of the fucking aye. But and, and then, but it's the legit theory of you know what was I thinking? Jesus Christ, what am I, what am I, what am I doing in that situation? Well, I don't know if I've asked this question on the podcast before. I think I have, but it's like you know, if if you have a wet dream. Uh, that you control, like you know, when you what's the name of dream? Lucid. Aye. If you have a if you have a wet lucid dream, I would argue that's a form of cheating. Nah, because if it's if it's a lucid enough dream, you know it's a dream. Aye. So in your dream, don't get me wrong. Like obviously, it's cheating with hand on base. Like they can't legit be mad, but like they get mad at you if you have sex in their dream. So if you, yeah, if that's you, wanking our pawn. That it's not that's a bit, all that is. Nah. That you just you've got a belt a pawn on. You've got a really immersive pawn on. Nobody's getting hurt. Mm. Nobody's. I guarantee you there are people out there that get fucking jealousy over oh, that sort of thing. Aye, they exist, them. Um, aye, but they exist on a level that some, some lads get bollocked for watching porn. It's not just mad, it's not just fucking blokes mad. I, I will say across the board, because, man, jealousy, I've, I've seen it on the other side as well. I've seen horrifically, illogically jealous fucking men. Mm. I think it's one of the worst personality traits you can have and, exi- and people do not fucking correct it enough jealous. they're just like oh I'm jealous and you go alright that's your c- fucking I... sort that out immediately oh I'm a pedo I love fucking kids that's just I uh... clip that onto a button <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such a to, to, it's, it's that fr- it's that fucking You'd... Paris thing of like we're just bastards to people and uh-huh. you go right objectively all of you change it then you know what the, I think the worst form of jealousy is Pre-relationship jealousy. Oh, one of one of my friends started giving out to me about um, his last had been with somebody before they'd met, and he was like, "But she she didn't own up to it or something." And then I found out she had, and that's why I'm mad at us. He, he's trying to twist it, and that. I'm like, "None of it matters. None of it matters." And if she's lying to you to cover up that she slept with him, it's because she's fucking smelt that it's going to be chaos if Aye. she finds it. Hard. You're acting like a fucking psycho. Aye. You're you're, bring, you're bringing up things that she did. Action she took before she knew of your fucking existence. Aye. Like you are n- the the none that of this she is now you. is the is the is the reaction to all of the things that happened before and brought her to this point. Like you can't if you unpick that you're unpicking who she is, is as a person. Aye. So, uh, I, like you, it was one of them things where it was when a friend is telling you because you're the mate and they want right, to try to get your side. And you're like, I'm not on your side, even though I'm hearing it from the point of view of you. Aye. This is how wrong you I've, are. I've listened to you spit it and you're still fucking wrong. <laughs> like, you're, you're, you're mad at, you've told this from the, the perspective of a victim yeah. and I still am like, you are a piece of shit. Uh, you know, like, I checked the behaviour like, when, when he saw it from the cool hot light day and you know what it is often with that, it's like, you're carrying that in from a previous relationship. Oh, that's yeah, another, yeah, that means, that's that means, that means you're not, That means you're not ready to get into that relationship Aye. yet because you're still, You've still got the toxins. Aye. Oh, sorry. The reason uh, oh, that you still got the, the one up, Chip. The reason I don't like you um, drinking, uh, like going out and drinking oh. at night with your friends, is because my last partner used to go out drinking with their friends all the time, and they'd come back and be really mean to me. You're like, oh, cool. Go to fucking therapy and absolutely talk to a therapist about that. Why on earth are you bringing anything? That happened in your previous relationship to this one. I do, and I'll listen and I'll be fucking sensitive to it. But how fucking dare you put me in the same Aye. ballpark as this person you fucking left because they were a cunt? All you, all you motherfucker, mm. leave that behind or get the fuck out of this relationship. You're not ready. You're immature and you're damaged. 
Aye. Look, and then you can't... I, I drink if that's not what you like. I'm not for you. Off you fucking what you pop, cunt. What are you doing instead of looking for someone that works for you? Why are you looking for someone that doesn't work for you and then twisting them with a compliance Aye. until there's somebody they don't recognise themselves so that you've... So that you, uh, Aye, but he did this, so you must be the same thing. All right, well, there's no... This can't go any fucking further. Also, we, we, we were speaking about this uh, the other day. Uh, what's worse... Cheating or going through someone's phone? I think they're both acts of betrayal. 100%. They're both, they're both uh, betrayals of trust. You're going to go ahead and say, like, the, the, cheating's pro, like, the cheating's worse. But by but they're both, millimetres. They're, they're both a goal. You know, one of, like, one of them's a fucking, like, top net 18 yards and the other one's fumbled in, but they're both a fucking, Aye. they're both a goal for the same team. Aye. You know, they're, they're both betrayals. Um, I think if I, if I found myself looking through Natalie's phone, whether it was on a hunch, whether it was just, you know, just to have a little look what's going on, like, I don't know what's happening with her personal life, like, I, I'm away quite a bit, has anything been going If I found myself looking through her phone... I would feel like I was properly betrayed. I, I think I'd get the exact same emotions if I climbed in, like if, if I climbed into another woman's bed. I would. I'd, I'd have the same, like f- the the synapses would be firing, like fucking the, the red flags of your behaviour would be fucking showing up. I would rather Cara found me going through her mum's underwear drawer. Aye. Than me going through it. And, and by the way, and that is better. That is <laughs> objectively clear cut better. Aye. Like, Cara could walk in on me, sniffing her mouth, and she'd go, oh, yeah, there it is. There. Oh. <laughs> that is objectively, unequivocally better than her walking in on me, going through her phone. Aye. Oh, oh. oh. I got one of my, um, let's say, one of my mates. Uh, Texted a friend and then like a few a few um, a while later, got a text message back off the phone off the friend's partner. You saying why wasn't I invited to this thing? It wasn't even like a real deceitful thing. It was just to like invite to them. And I was like, oh, where's my invite? And they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Now my my now my relationship's compromised with this person oh, because I'm not just texting that person. I'm texting two people. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and if you're one of these fucking psychos that's listened to this conversation going, how can these two people say that going through a phone is as bad as cheating? Because even if your partner is cheating, right, and you're going through the phone, you have no idea what else is in that fucking phone, right? You've no idea. You're not. It's you're not going into a bank to find a fucking jewel. You're breaking into someone's and just looking at fucking everything. You don't know the conversations they're having with their parents. You don't know yeah. the conversations they're having with their friends. You don't know where their mental health is at. But and and you don't because yeah. you don't trust them. You're a bad fucking person. You, there are so many other things. You're looking for one thing, but it's not like a needle in a fucking haystack. You're going. It's like lifting off the top of their fucking brain. We do everything, everything on our phones. All of your insecurities, all of your fears, all of your worries, all your hopes and your dreams and everything. Conversations. You've got the fucking gall to go into somebody's private all your, thing. All your hypocrisies. Aye. All the stuff you've said you didn't mean, you're just ha- trying to have... Banner. Out of context, uh, fucking banner. Yeah, he has some for as well. Like, you know, if... Say if if, if Cara um, she cheats on you, right? Oh, eh? If, if... Eh? Big if. Where? When? When? All right, when? When Cara cheats on you. She's, she's cheating on you, right? But, you know, if she looks through your phone and she's looking at conversations with you and all your friends, she's actually... Betrayed a bunch of other people as well. Like, there's other people that are Aye. being betrayed in that scenario. And they're all smaller betrayals than the one where you cheat on the person. Mm-hmm. But there's still there's, there's still more people caught in the crossfire. Like, man, if I if I like, told one of my friends a secret or confided in them or something, or, like, uh, I, don't, I don't want that person to just go, all oh, right, there we're going to yeah. broadcast. Anybody want to look at my phone? Do you want to uh, dive in? Especially, like, if you've gone through somebody's phone and somebody else, or they have fucking revealed a secret, you've now just got fucking horrific amounts of ammo and you're already fucking angry because you're uh. in jail and you're going to use that. How do I know you, that you're going to use it? Because you're the type of immature person that goes through somebody else's phone. So you are a spiteful, vindictive person and you are mm. heightened in your emotions and when you are like that, you do illogical evil things. Like, uh, honestly, if... In, if if I was in a relationship, right, and uh, I cheated on them, right, and then they found out because they went through my phone, I'm like, one all, and it's over. 
Mm-hmm. Like, the, oh the, yeah, I, I would be like, oh yeah, I went wrong for each other. I, I, and, and they're like, are you sorry? I'm like, well, I was. Like, I definitely uh, yeah, was. Yeah, I, but, I, but, I, but I think I was. I think I was right to cheat because I think you're like that. I, that's a <laughs> I didn't really, know at the time. You are the type of person that should be cheated on if that's your behaviour. <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, that, and like, I know this is self-fulfilling from prophecy, and I know you're going to take this into the next relationship, and I know you're going to go through that person's phone because you're not going to do anything to get rid of all the problems that you have because you feel justified in this. Because for this one example, you have been correct. You're going to carry this into every single relationship in the future, mm-hmm. and and for that, I'm sorry because clearly, I've 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 cemented you as a cunt for the rest of your fucking life and this is the thing Natalie's got the passcode for my phone and she can go in and like if she needs to get something off my phone like if uh, if she wants to use my bank card on my Apple Pay or Mm. something like that right or if just get a phone number off it Mm. she doesn't need me there to get into my phone if she needs to be my phone but I do that because I trust that she's not going to go through it if I thought for a second that she was going to start going through me shit and password that because that's mine. Aye. Oh, also, man, I show Cara anything on my phone. Like, she can't come up and go, can I see this conversation you have with this person? I go, yeah, all right. I w- I've got nothing to hide. But it's not about that. I, I, would, I wouldn't feel comfortable with Natalie going through our group chat with the comedians. I don't think it's fair for... You know what? She could see any of them things and say it, but I don't think it's fair for, like any of you lot to, to then have you're in a group that's closed with 10 close mates and now all of a sudden you're in a group with 20 people because everybody's got a partner like I think there's an, well, eti- there's an etiquette to be had there whenever we're having good banter I do show uh, yeah, I, yeah you'll, you'll, you'll sample Aye. you're going to have a look at that you want to say on my worst days when we're fucking eating each other's throats and making cunts of ourselves aye times we've embarrassed ourselves <laughs> have having some... horrible arguments doubling down she's like oh, is, that, is that the man I'm is that who you oh, are is that how toxic you are <laughs> you're like I, it's the football group. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Um, I had a fucking mare this morning mm. to change the subject. I fucking because you know the the day right where um we're going we're going back on tour from today. So I'm staying at your house because we've got flights in Edinburgh. Uh, we'll play a board game. We'll talk about that in a minute. And um, also just before we do get into this, how fucking class has it been to have? A weekend off. Oh, so good. I haven't been well, and it's still been class. I decided when I was on my couch with my dog and my lass watching the football with a beer, right? Ill as fuck. Which, not, no COVID, I've, t- I've tested negative twice. Um, but just classic man flu, sniffles, sneezing and that. Oh, but, so cancerous. Aye, yeah. So aye. how you doing? Oh, Jesus Christ, mate, I don't know if it was that bad. <laughs> it's been pretty bad, I'm oh, going to be honest. That's fucking horrific. But I've decided I'd rather be ill. Have you told pregnant Cara? <laughs> <laughs> I just come put, to the house I put, put her life into perspective. <laughs> right, no, no. Put you in case she catches it. Oh, no, no. Women can't man, catch that man baby flu. survived fucking everything yeah. at this point. Uh, I was just saying, that, like, the, this, the mental state I'm in, I'd rather be ill at home than fit the fittest I've ever been on the road right Aye. now. That's just where I, that's where I was at. So I've had a lovely weekend off, apart from Newcastle getting me phone ill and being ill. Aye. Um, so what I did is, because it's Christmas and that, I bought a bunch more books to sell. You know how I did it last year? Aye. But last year, the, it was locked down. I hadn't any other job. So this time, it was a bit more like, I've got to get it all done in this weekend. If I want everyone to have these books before Christmas, I've got to put it out there, order like order before the weekend. I'll get them posted before Monday. And um, they're still available on order. I just kind of guarantee before Christmas now. They probably would. If you're in the UK, I, they'll probably reach you before Christmas because I can do a post run on the 18th. But it just meant that I wanted to get everybody who ordered this weekend posted on Monday. And um, Natalie's been helping us out with it and that because she knows I'm pushed. And I went to the post office this morning at nine. And it was one of them where it's like in the back of the shop. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like the co-op and then there's the post office at the back. And I got in, the co-op was open, but like the post office opens at 10. But there's one at Harvey Avenue. So I went to Harvey Avenue and it's fucking open at nine. I'm already late. I tried to get there for the before up and like nine o'clock. And I get there, caught up last name because I went to a different one, fucking queue wrap on the block. And I'm like, I guarantee if I go and wait in that empty shop now, I'll get to the front of the queue quicker than if I join this queue. Aye. So I got back to the other one. So this time it's like half past nine and I got in the shop and I had my box of books and that and like uh, posters for the dads, for the for the parents, thank you for the subscribers. Yeah, everybody who's a uh, um, £10 parent now, the posters are sent. So this, they're sent now. Um, so if you're still waiting for it, it's on the way. 
Uh, so I had our labour, I had all my books and all that, and I went, I went in, and there was no queue, and it didn't open for half an hour, and I was just like, oh, I'm just going to wait here, because the queue's a bit long, she was like, well, you can't wait in the shop, I'm getting like COVID stuff, and I was like, I'll wait in the car, and she was like, and you kind of post all that, I was like, what do you mean, she was like, there's no way you kind of get through all that, and you know what, I'd done the majority of them in the post box, because you can print out the labels, mm-hmm. any UK ones I could just put as a large letter, I put them in, but some of them had all had more than two books, some of them overseas, I fucking had about like 50 items that I had this post and she just wouldn't accept them. She, there was no queue, there was nobody in the shop. I was half an hour early mm. and she just wouldn't accept them. And I was like, so what what do I do? She was like, I don't know, like you can send five and then queue again. And I was like, like ten times. She was saying like the queue's gonna be big when the, when it starts. She's like the queue's gonna be big behind you, and I was like, well, do you want us to start like filling in the customs forms on the back of them new and that, and separate mm. them into piles? Like I can get some stuff done, pre-ordered, pre-organized. So that when you open, you're gonna she's like, nah. She's was, American. Like, she's Scottish made, and you know what as well? I done, she sounds American. I done this. I I didn't even mean it right. I just went, oh, this fucking country man. I meant Britain. Aye. I meant I meant I meant Britain just because you know how fucked up everything's been with the trains last week and that like this the, the whole infrastructure no. whole infrastructure of this country is fucking in tatters man and uh, and I just went oh this country man and then realised like I'm in Scotland I'm in Glasgow <laughs> I've got a fucking Geordie accent I'm Aye. clearly not Scottish and uh, I didn't mean it but I nearly followed it up with fucking heaven forbid you get independence. <laughs> You can't fucking deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Her Majesty's <laughs> fucking post office. <laughs> no, but Aye, it's your but, but Danny, I've, 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 I know this wouldn't happen in London. I'm sorry, mm. but that wouldn't happen in London. I'm not. They've, they've got they've, thing. they've got an operation going on doing there. I've never, I've never. I mean, you know what? It's nothing to do with Scotland. I was just fucking up the high door, and it's like, what are you like? If you're in Spain and that thing happens, you hate Spain. No, no, no. You know if what I mean? No, no. If I happened in Spain, it, it was objectively the Spanish person's fault. Well, it was hard for us to not just go in this tiny little country. Mm. <laughs> it was hard for us not to go in like that. This little fucking village of a country it was really hard because I'm like, what do I do? Do I have to go into England to post these? Just go to a different post office. She you saw like what happened to the different post office? It's wrapped around the block. Right. But and that's what it was here last year as well. But I had all the time in my hands. I had I, I basically last time when I did it, your local post office that has a massive queue as well. I waited an hour at a time for that and done them like at least they pushed them through. Well, but so it's I, a standard rule then, huh? That's a standard rule the post office has in Scotland. <laughs> I don't know. The, the times I've been in London, there's been like eight or nine like fucking things. So even if you've got loads of stuff, you're just bottlenecking it. You're not blocking it completely. Right. It's it's it's. I'm sure. I'm sure there's bigger post offices in Scotland, and I'm just being a whinge. I just feel like that's one of the rules. We just go. That's not. I don't know what's to prevent. And as well, you now hear a rule there when she was like, I can only take five items. She made that rule up. Aye, that's you know, a lie. You know, like. What I really wanted to do, right, was send me brown wife and see if she'd make up a rule on her. Mm, aye. <laughs> oh, well, your brown wife was a Scottish accent. <laughs> you know. <laughs> she'd probably just say, oh, come on in, we'll take them out. <laughs> it, pro- I'm saying that, I was probably the one being discriminated. <laughs> no, we don't discriminate against the Jordies. No, I've never felt it before. I didn't think that was it. I just think she was lazy. Aye. I think she was just like, I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to... Um, anyway, Nat- Natalie did it when I was at the dentist. She went to a different post office that was empty. Was then at the dentist in. Have you heard of a place called Bridgeton in Glasgow? No. Fuck me, man! It was rancid. Well, it's Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> and that turns out I've lived in quite a sh- sheltered part of Glasgow, but because uh, it's one of our parents, Cheers Charlie, uh, one of our parents, uh, got us in because I'm getting the Invisalign thing which actually we're not using Invisalign it's like a different brand I have no idea what Invisalign Invisalign's is Invisalign's like um, you put in these like covers on your teeth and you get like like every couple of weeks you change them as, as the shape of your teeth change and it just slowly moves your teeth into place over the course of like whatever six months to a year depending on how bad they are Braces. So they put them in, not not even braces, like more like a gum shield that's non-intrusive and clear, and you can just live your life while it's in. You can't eat, but I, it wouldn't affect my speech, and you wouldn't no, be able to tell no, them. No, not more than it's already no, done. I make it better. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm no, saying... In uh, Spain, falls mainly on the plane. Fucking hell, okay, you've been taking linguistic lessons. No, no, just no. these little bad boys. 
So I'm saying Invisalign, but it's not Invisalign's the name of the brand. It's like saying Kleenex when it's actually a tissue, mm. right? You know, when you just say the brand. But uh, he's like, oh, it's exactly the same thing. It's just Invisalign, you're paying more money for the marketing. And I was like, what? Oh, so these are like the two stripe ones. He's like, exactly. They're going to work. Two stripe? Adidas two stripe. I call them the two stripes. You know, when you've got like Adidas and then you get kids at school that wear two stripes and you're like, fucking two stripes. Uh, as soon no. as you get four stripes and you call them Adidas stripe. <laughs> Man, no, that's just the most <laughs> whacking clash. Like, n- nobody in my school revered Adidas whacking dresses. Honestly. No. So you never saw it like it's like. Oh, well, I saw Jakey's wearing them, but I wasn't uh, like, fucking, they look mint. Like, there was so a couple funny. of cunty fucking nerds in my school who would wear them, but none of us thought they were. Class, nah. Oh, man, because you're you're a poor if you didn't have the three stripes. If you had the if you had the two stripes, oh, is it okay. So it's so just like, like it's it, the little version of I, yeah. Wow. So, so uh, I was I was like, you know what you're doing? Are you starting a fucking dentist practice in this place? <laughs> 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 he was like, ah, he's, you know, he's mostly working in the dentist game. He's <laughs> just he's like New Year's coming, up. New Year's and Christmas is coming up. That's always a big time of year. Uh-huh. Lots of people getting fucking fighty. So that basically, I was going to go in and get me uh, get me teeth sort of like uh, the consultation for my teeth, and Natalie was going to go into the post office. We ended up having because she couldn't take the dog into the post right. office, and she was like, "There's no chance, even for like twenty minutes, I'm leaving the dog in the car in this place." I died. Right? And um, and I was like, "There," but I didn't feel right leaving you and the dog in the car when I'm at the dentist. I oh, so you have to come in. You know, you were saying there the. Um, you know, he's he's clearly built a tooth place in Glasgow because he's yeah. going to get a lot of market in there. On a scale of uh, one to ten, like one being Peggy and ten being fucking Hitler, let's just use that one. On a scale of one to ten on evilness, where do florists land for you? For evil? Uh-huh. Oh, because you think they're profiteering from... I don't think they're profiteering off a grief. I know they're profiteering off a grief. Oh, this is such a cynical way of looking at it. Is it? This is so cynical. Is it? Because they're they're providing a service that brings a bit of, not joy to the occasion, but like a a bit of ceremony to an occasion. For that much money? They are marked up a kind of bit, but... Still got to pay their rent. Now I think this like you, you've got you've got to you've got to pay your overheads. And that, I'm, not, I'm not comparing it to Nazis. That's why I gave, I gave you this, the I gave you the scale. Much. Oh, it's, I, I, I man, do, every man. I don't oh. want to think of it like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Every time a child dies, a florist is making money, making rubbing that, its fingers. To, oh, here we go. <laughs> Aye, I never even considered that. Like, they're profiteering from death. Aye. And love. It's not, um, it's not on. Nah. It's a bit fucking... Oh, but surely they're sweet people. Surely they're... Surely their goal is to provide. Like, if you're going to be... Maybe. I differ that. Maybe. But then, but then, but, but, if, but if your goal is to provide, then surely what you're doing is you're looking at the alias going, loads of people die there. That's where I'll set up business because that's where I'll make the most money, and then I'll be able to serve more people. You're like, I, but you are just uh, you're looking for more death. Uh, they're like fucking business is booming right now. There's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking new variant, dude. <laughs> get a red panties on, love. This is a fucking Omnicron. I get, look, it's not. They're not. Up, they're, they're obviously not above five. They're not above five on the scale, but they're not two. <laughs> they're not it's a calculated I'm going to profit off of I don't be wrong as a comedian I fall in on probably five or six I will <laughs> make jokes about this the holocaust 9-11 and everything else in the fucking world and I profit off of that so I just I rate florists below me on that scale but nah because you you're not like you're not directly profiting from death it's not like the more death the more profit with a comic it's no, definitely the more day. You're getting me on board. I'm fighting your argument now. <laughs> I'm full circle. I'm just going to sit over here. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so this, this lad, Charlie, took, he took... Um, imp- have you ever had impressions of your teeth done? Oh, uh, yeah, to get yeah. them made. Well, like, it's like silly putty. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's like pushing them on. He's doing like... 
like pressing him on the thing and he because he, he, he's chatting away he's listening to the podcast now that so already knows a little bit about what like what to her and their lives and that so like it was just fucking nice to have a like, chat with him oh, and he was asking about um, getting back from America and how to find New Orleans because he, he's been to New Orleans quite a few times and he was like uh, oh he got our flight cancelled back from there as well like can relate because he heard the podcast were getting stuck in Philly and uh, he was like, I we got stuck on the runway, and I was he's, he's, so he's, I've been chatting to him, and then he puts the thing, and I can't stop chatting. And he went, and um, I I was on the seat next to us was fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. I fucking lost my mind. I couldn't react. I just had a I just had a lie there, underwhelmed, <laughs> underwhelmed by him. Stood, sat next to Stone Cold Steve Austin. And as soon as he got the impression, that I was like, you kind of just drop a ball. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's cool. I was like, man, that's fucking sick. Aye, that would, eh. Uh, aye, that would send me. Giddy. Uh, You'd oh, get giddy, wouldn't you? Oh, god, yeah. And you know what? I, was, I wasn't even huge into wrestling, but like the moment in time that I concentrated on the wrestling and like showed an interest in it, was and that, that, and that was that. Like, getting up in the corner, yeah. asking for two cans of beer, fucking smashed uh, together. Pouring them over the his gla- lovely the glass, pectorals. <laughs> the glass shattering. Oh, good, great entrance music. Fucking, oh God, that is class. I do get, um, I do get worried about <laughs> how honest we are in this podcast. Because like, sometimes Marlena doesn't nag, but you know when she just gives an opinion where you're like, I, don't, I didn't need to hear that opinion. That like, Keep that in your head, it's not. Right. Where she's just like, sometimes you're very honest in the podcast. I'm like, ah, that's the podcast. Like, it's, it's a chance for me to fucking rant and vent and just be honest and also I'm not very good I am in fact I am very good at lying I just don't enjoy lying mm. it's effort to lie um the amount of people that have been coming up to us after gigs in the past one week <laughs> they're just like we're really sorry you had to do the show and I'm like oh, oh no, no it's not it's not, that. It's not the show no, it's, it's not, not the, the show <laughs> it's not the show guys I promise you the show is the best bit of the day most uh, of the time you're, you're like it, it, it was with X <laughs> that's why we didn't do a podcast through the back end of that yeah tour. aye aye but no I promise <laughs> and then it's the kindest I'm like I'm really sorry we wish you could just be home but we're really glad you came I'm like guys no it's please don't that uh, makes me feel so much uh, worse the the bit the, it's never the show right uh, well occasionally it's the show but whenever it's the show that's notable it's the place something fucked up or we're just in a, a or we just have a bad show uh, oh if you see us in the airport give us that yes <laughs> like if you see us in the airport and you're excited because you got on holiday and you're not always in airports and you see us just going oh man I'm sorry you're still in this purgatory yes <laughs> like, if you see us having a silent Nando's together <laughs> come on again that's when you're allowed to be like please don't ever <laughs> I think my, my complaints about this tour are always for the other 22 hours of the day. It's the 22 hours of of road. It's the 22 hours of nothingness. It's, it's the 22 hours of just a, of b- not being with your loved ones and being away for extended it I promise you it's that. Like, it, 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 it's like when you're ill, right? There's this amazing thing that happens when you walk on stage, that you are unable to piss yourself, you are unable to shit yourself, even if you've got diarrhoea, you are unable to... I haven't sneezed on stage, and last week I was sneezing so much because there was a man flu. Yeah. I've never sneezed on stage. It's it's just something happens. Man, there was times... Remember fucking back in the days at MCAT? Oh, the meow meow. Aye, that fucking <laughs> really horrible, horrible, like, methy plant food. Oh, it's hor- it a horrible hurt, drug. It hurt when it went up your nose. Aye. It was like a swarm of bees. It, it just fucking made your eyes wide and your fucking crit your... It wasn't... It was, it intensity. It wasn't like the garden that you got on Ekings where it was... But it was just... Uh, it, would, it would start, like... <laughs> Killing your wrists in. Aye, aye. Cerebral <laughs> palsy in a fucking line, that's what it was. <laughs> you just have a little bit of palsy. You're um, fucking one step away from having spice, what are you saying, really? It's one step aye. away from fucking spice. Um, there was that time, and I remember, it was Cheltenham, I remember exactly where we were, because we'd done so much, well, not even that, we drank a lot. It was my first time ever going into any sort of drugs like that, because I was with all your Jody mates. So even though I considered... Farnham, no, was it not Farnham? No, it might have been after the Farnham. Was gig, it but not it was that party where 
a kid come up to us. It was, it was in a council estate in Blythe. Aye. And uh, it was my mate, it was like firework night or something. We were setting some fireworks off and there was some bands there. And this kid went, uh, Ty, what are you eating? I went, no. He went, why are you chewing then? <laughs> and then I went, I'm off your fucking tits, mate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it must have been that time. And then we had a seven-hour drive to Farnham. No, it, what, man, it, it, what, it, oh, it might have been Farnham. Was, was, was it Cheltenham? It was definitely Cheltenham. Because right. I remember, because we were at Cheltenham earlier this year, and I remembered the bathrooms that I, I spewed and had a sad wank in. <laughs> <laughs> Should have watched it. <laughs> so, we we got to Cheltenham, and man, and I am Spewing like I remember, we went to fucking Pizza Express. I ordered a lasagna. I took one bite of lasagna, and my body went that and a whole bunch of other shits coming out. I spewed. Got to the point where it was the closest I'd ever come to like cancelling a show, bef- like before I'm. I due do to remember the Cheltenham gig. Uh huh. I remember the room. Yeah. I remember the outside of it. Yep. I was the worst condition I've ever been in my. You're lay on a wall for a bit outside, weren't you? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Real, real. And you were also bad, but I was just having like a horrendous uh, fucking time with it. Uh, it was like, I might be able to, I might have to pull this. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, obviously, you're like, we can't pull it. <laughs> like, there's, and also, the for audience some, were in. Yeah, like, for, uh, and for some reason, for some reason, Cheltenham was big numbers. Like, this is before everything, right? Uh, so, like, the other gigs we were doing was like 50 to 60. And then we get to Cheltenham on a Sunday and they're like, there's 230 people in there. And we were like, 230? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm like, so the like, I can't cancel this for some reason. I'm successful in Cheltenham. And you went on, you're like, man, they're really nice. I'm like, man, I really don't know if I have it. I overran. Uh, there's something about it, being on stage. It's medicinal. And it's like, it, the adrenaline. It's And in and, and, and those moments, you, f- and you forget everything like it's it's the you don't miss home even when i you know even mm-hmm. when i'm telling jokes about the people i missed or whenever i'm talking about gara on stage i'm also enjoying that because it's people laughing at the situation we have it it, it removes homesickness sometimes because Aye. you're out there doing the thing you love i promise you i'm never ever annoyed that by the time i'm spending on say and i'm not even annoyed or upset by meeting people afterwards again one of the fun things about being famous is random people telling you uh, they love you. That's they, class. They're the two things on tour. They get, they're meeting people after the show and the show itself. They're the things that give you energy. Everything else takes. Yeah. Everything else takes, takes, it's takes. It's the three hours before the gig. Those uh, are just the... It's the it's, it's the sound check where somebody that just doesn't get it, which is rare. Aye. Like, at this level now, sound checks are usually built up, but sometimes, every every now and again, you'll run through the queues and you'll load up the queues and you'll gant to do the queues. Yeah. And the and queue then. doesn't come. And you'll explain it again and then you'll do it again and it doesn't come and then when you you, you know going into the show it's going to get, they're going to get it wrong and every now and again that happens. That saps the fucking life out of me that like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's, and also like we're not a difficult performance. We've got two queues. <laughs> Your walk on and my walk on. But it's because they're Slightly polar opposites. People can't, they're like, right, so four kinds of walk on, cut the music, Daniel will talk, play the music. For Daniel, play the music, Daniel will talk, continue to play the music. Yeah, so that, that's it. I, I always try and make it clear. They're, they're similar, but not the same. The music and lights come down at the same time, leaving the red spot on the stage. And then on mine, Leave the silence for Danny to talk over. As soon as he says my name, play the track. Boom. On Danny's, bring the lights down, bring the music down, red spot on the stage. Don't wait for him to talk. Just play the music. Two different cues. Right? Fuck me. I'm going to say 20% of the time it goes wrong. Uh, 20% of the time you've got someone like, I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't pat my head and rub me tummy, man. It's fucking one or the other. One or the other. Um, so yeah, look, I, it just made me feel so bad. Look, I love, I love the fact that we're allowed to fucking complain a bitch and moan about how tight our diamond shoes are on this uh, podcast. But it this my gives heart. you energy. This doing uh, apologize because we're bringing you podcast I'm, because this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, sorry if I was complaining or me specifically complaining about what was going on in the tour ever made any of you feel like I didn't want to be there. I do. I really, really do. This is still my dream job. It's just occasionally sapping at other points. So I'm, 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 I'm sorry. We'll, we'll try and bitch. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like if you complain about a whole operation, like everybody in the operation will take it on them, take it on the chin because they're part of that operation. But you're like, oh no, like 
for the eighty percent of this operation that sucks. There's twenty percent that doesn't like didn't get caught in the crossfire. Mm. But like you do, you catch people in the crossfire. It's like uh, I said when you when you fucking take down a whole nation because of one person. There's a couple of Spaniards listening to the podcast going, "Oh, but where nice. No, again, Spain. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> America, correct, right? England, that example is correct. Spain, that example's not. They're yeah. all bastards. They're all bad. Yeah. We've never had a good time there. Um. Gloomhaven's class. Gloomhaven is fucking brilliant. And like, I was a bit overwhelmed by how much shit was on the table when I got in. I was like, I, we've got five hours. It's very, very. It's for those that don't know Gloomhaven. It's like one of the biggest board games in the world in the sense that I think it takes two hundred hours minimum to complete. Like, there's a hundred. I love that you put your character back in the box, all your cards, your deck, and it's all that. It's D and D back in. without like, the dungeon master. Uh-huh. So it's it's it, it it's it's very difficult, but man, the the rule book is fifty full pages long, and it's it's hard to. And there's not if if the thing about D and D that puts you off is like the improv and the acting and the performative sto- side of it, like the the role dress, dressing up as the character and the role playing. If that puts you off, and you're more into like the if you're just playing on the computer, like the top down, and the, this is your board, and you move people around it, and you use your like. Uh, well, here's the annoying thing, right? If Gloomhaven, they've just come out with the game version of it, the PC game. Oh, so you, lush. And it's just way faster. like Skyrim type. No, not uh, even because no, it'll be turn-based. Yes. It'll be more like XCOM 2. Yeah, so it's turn-based top-down and you can play with your friends. So even when I, when, when I was really struggling to learn the rules, I was like, we could all just like get this. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I really want this. Oh, you mean so, that day in like the Gloomhaven exactly as it is? Like on the computer, they've got that. Oh, like it's like when you play chess on the computer. Yes, it's still chess. Aye, they're not doing like a here's the like amped up version of no, it. No, 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 but, but no, no, but they do the monster movements for you. They do the things you just pick your cards, and it's I can tell it's easier and funner. But th- what I really want is you, me, Colin, and Gareth around the table uh-huh. doing it all the time. It, it's class, you know. I just <laughs> I nearly called them chips again, having chips. Doritos, mate. I've been in. I've been in America six weeks, and just because you get it wrong a couple of times, right? Aye. You 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 just want fishy chips a couple of times, and you end up with crisps. Where <laughs> you're like, right? I'm gonna speak their language a little bit while I'm here, just to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, I I said, oh, I've got that hummus from the rider. Like, uh, uh, Cara, you got any chips? And I said, I said, chips in a room full of people. Aye. No, no, like, aye, aye, aye. Scottish people and Irish, we were like, fucking, uh, what did you say? I, and I was like, this is worse than calling the teacher mum. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do that? Yeah, I called her mum. <laughs> <laughs> I called the I called the maintenance technician at Concordia dad once. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I just came out. I was like, mate, fucking hell. Ah, you good bloke. Miss, uh, yeah, miss I remember calling, oh, fuck, where? Miss, Miss Else. Uh, I called her mum. Thankfully, it was only her that heard, uh, so it wasn't. But still enough that I could draw you the room that I did oh, in. Oh, like it, It's one of those seared into my fucking memory. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could tell you where everyone was sat. I could tell you what direction we were facing. I remember the weather. It's just my, my fucking seven-year-old brain just went... Snap, keep it in. The <laughs> that button that you accidentally pressed on the PlayStation that nobody uses for realsies. Oh, why is that a main button? What? <laughs> Just take ten pound off the control bar. I'm never going to use it. That's where our fantasia has a superpower. Any of their moments I've had, they're just uh, they're just behind a wall of darkness oh. where they belong. <laughs> no, that's properly properly uh, serious. Yeah, I, I went the opposite, man. I I I, I got pally with a teacher and called her. She was called Mrs. Creswell, and I called her Crazy. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say you called her by like her first they, real name, and I'm like, that's they, that's uh, as bad as like dead naming someone. They, you can't uh, use a teacher's. You can't, you can't use a teacher's first name. You can on a Sunday, but when I get ever with them on a Sunday, no, no, <laughs> sh- fucking Mister Letham. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I had you never call him Stu. I didn't even know that was his name. He <laughs> <laughs> was never my teacher. I just shook his hand, uh, got his name. I've I, got uh, Mrs. Noble, Ross Noble's mask, comes to me shows now and again. Uh, I'd never call her Anne. No, nah, so, so like the, I've got some. Wade Academy had 
many, many really brilliant teachers who were very, very supportive of my career early on and they came to shows. I remember Miss McPherson, my science teacher, came and uh, I'm pretty sure the old director came and everything. And every time, even to this day, like, I have... Stuart, I message him regularly. We message at least once a month. We talk about Critical Role. We talk about Dungeons and Dragons. We talk about Marvel stuff. Um, before shows, I'll go for a pint with him. We'll have a laugh together. He's really good company, right? He's a good fucking laugh. Consistently, he's like, please stop calling me, sir. And I'm like, I can't do that, sir. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get it to stick in my school, uh, Callum, the teacher, sir. Yeah. They tried. Because they're all women. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Aye, only ones who listen to me. We'll batter the blokes. <laughs> women, are, women are on base. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Mr. Rothby trying to get one to respond to Sarah when we were answering the register. And all the kids were like, nah, till you've been knighted. <laughs> Until you've slain a fucking dragon. Not happening. <laughs> No. We just it was just like a flat out refusal. So what would you, you call None him? of the kids, Mr. Roffrey or teacher, Mr. Roffrey. Aye. Aye, just for Carl of his full name. I'd rather chuck in four more syllables and <laughs> <laughs> show you any respect. He's <laughs> such a fucking scumbag area. <laughs> I can't say someone kind enough, fucking. kind enough to like put all their time and effort in to like teaching the next generation people who do deserve respect. Uh, teachers, you know what? I'm going to take the low salary. I'm going to take the zero fucking budget. I'm going to go out and I'm going to try and uh, educate these. We ungrateful. didn't know that. <laughs> we thought they were authoritarians. Uh, we hey. thought they were the five O. <laughs> <laughs> fucking we four teachers were pigs, man. <laughs> yeah, that's only because the actual pigs wouldn't bother you because you would weren't doing anything. Because they're like, scared. <laughs> you're not being persecuted enough. You're like, well, there's got to be bastards somewhere. I reckon it's that cunt spending his weekends trying to improve my intellect. <laughs> well, Mark's oh, one, one of the funniest memories from school is getting bollocked off a teacher. The whole school, the whole the whole class he was bollocking the whole class going fucking mad and he's like desk like this he's working back and forward behind the desk while he's fucking laying the law dude he's actually got one he's got the room everyone's quiet like I've never seen Mr. like this like he's fucking got he's got yeah couldn't slip on a pencil <laughs> <laughs> mate I saw his feet before he disappeared <laughs> Lost it, lost it all. There's only, there's only, there's only one way to come back from that, right? It's to stay, it's to stay down under the table for like a minute, right? Let the laughter die down, right? And then pretend to walk up some stairs back up and be like, right, but have something under your arms. Just quickly gather one of the drawers, get some stuff, food, get you. Right, you've all got lanes. <laughs> Uh, have, you ever be, have you ever been bollocked with one of your mates where there's like both of you getting bollocked once you get like took to the class and the two of you are getting bollocked and you just catch your mate's eye and you fucking go <laughs> like you go like there's n there's no way you're keeping your face <laughs> no I didn't you get... got no control over your face you're like <laughs> I'm a goody two shoes man I'm over <laughs> the only time I ever got bollocked and fucking this was to, to Mr. Letham man this was I was in like first or second year and uh, me and my friend, we're just, man, we're just being dicks, right? We're just running, but we're just being dicks to each other, right? And I run, uh, he, he's about to beat me up because I've hit in the, in the balls or something. And I sprint around a fucking corner right into Mr. Letham. Now, Mr. you've met Stuart. He's mm -hmm. what, six? Big guy, like. Six, three, six. Aye. Aye, he's, he's, got, he's got a couple of inches on me. I was a small... I was a small kid. This was pre-puberty sloss. And, man, I'd love to tell you I ran face first into his gut. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the way he'd like to remember it as well. Because <laughs> you know when you're running, right? You're doing the... Like, yeah, I'm sprinting. My head's down. I'm, I'm even... I run around this corner, fucking right... My belt print right in the middle of my forehead like a shite Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> WWF. <laughs> He really supported the animals. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was was alligator skin. <laughs> mixed, mixed messages. Um, oh, man, he was so... He was like... Oh, and 
Mr. Lethal was the one that, man, you, you didn't piss him off, man. He was like the scary one. He was the one, whenever teachers lost the room, they were like, I'll go get Mr. Lethal. You go, uh, all right, everyone shut the fuck up. All right, class, all right, fair enough. Class. Which is so weird now, because now that he's a, a human, well, to be fair, he was now, once you get into like, because after higher, fourth class, year, higher yeah, yeah. years, you start. Yeah. yeah, once there's the year when you choose to stay on at school, there's you kind of level up a little bit, and the teachers go, "All right, yous are nice, and we're going to start treating you a bit more. Like we don't have to be as authoritative. It's not about you know carrot and stick sort of thing. We still will if we have to, but you know I'm going to teach you with a bit more." A, a modicum more of respect. Right. So he was one of those ones, and obviously now they were friends and stuff. But man, he was a fucking man. He scared the fucking shit out of me as a kid. Aye. I, I don't. There was one. Teacher. I didn't mean. I didn't mean the teacher that like really had that way. Like no, he, the fear is important. Weird, weird, weird one. T- weird one teacher, and I'll not name this one. Oh, those, I don't, sorry, go on. Uh, there was one teacher, and I'm, I might told this <laughs> on this podcast before. I apologise, but that's what this podcast is. Quake 3, I managed to fit on a fucking... My dad got onto a pen drive, right? Because he's a great man. In our techie class, I installed it on all of the computers. So our techie teacher, he tried to be friendly. He tried to be one of the cool teachers. Mm-hmm. And, and man, that's not how you become a cool teacher. What aftershave? <laughs> <laughs> I never trusted those guys, like... The no. teachers were an aftershave. What the fuck's he trying to pull? <laughs> Why does he smell good? Getting compliments off the lasses and like, that. Fuck off. Get out of here. At the start, he was like, he was, he was like, you're allowed to play, you know, once you've done your work, you can all play on the computers together. And then one day, some kid just started playing quick and we're like, well, he's not weighed. So we all started playing it. And he comes back into the class and he's not that bothered because we've all finished work. But as the weeks go on, we just it just becomes quake class. And we just go in and we play quake all the time. And at one point, he's by the desk. You can tell he's, he knows he's lost it all. He's like, if you don't stop playing quake, I'll go get the headmistress. And we were like, man, if you do that, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> like, there's, there's no way we're the ones that, like, we're going to get in trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. But nowhere near as much trouble. She's going to walk in and be like, how the fucking shit did it ever get to this? Uh, like, you're all obviously detention, but you uh, are done. You're out here, mate. Uh, <laughs> what else? They're going to get on the computers. I <laughs> uh, did. Probably, you know, the one teacher that uh, struck fear out of people was Mrs. Noble, who I mentioned before, because she was the head of year. Mm-hmm. Right? She's a short woman, but, like, you didn't fuck with her. Like, she was, she was straight with you. And uh, I, was never, I was never mean to her. I was never, like, bad with her, because with her being the head of year, she's who you got to put on detention with. Mm. And I always wanted to be out of detention. So I'm not going to be naughty in detention. Oh, I was right. always sound. So like, even though she was the kind of like fear figure in the school, she was the person who I was the kindest to out of all the teachers, which is why we get along still after oh, right. I left, because I never give her any shit. All right. Did you call her Miss? Mrs. Noble. Mrs. Noble. Um, um, on, what do you say for, do you have like a say equivalent? Do you call the teachers madam? Miss. Miss. Even Mrs. Even the married ones. Yeah, just the no, just miss, miss. It's just all miss. What if you yeah. if they were married? When you, if you ever full named them, did you, you ever do you ever fancy a teacher? Oh yeah, uh, those te- uh, f- Miss Miss Kelly, and she was my. Uh, uh, oh, I mean, everyone fancied her because, like, yeah. what? Because she, oh, to be fair, she was hot, but she was like the young. That one must of the be horrible one. being a hot teacher and like in a school that's got like young, uh, like, like bordering pubescent children. You know, uh, like. Uh, you're, oh, you're just starting. You're starting to become sentient to women. Mm-hmm. Like it, uh, that would be horrible. Like fuck, man. That's another shitty thing that women have to go on through. I don't have to men. Hey, 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 hey! Fucking Mister Jaskovi, I got all oh, by the girls. It's got boys are gross though. Aye, aye. I remember uh, Miss Kelly. She was nice. She was a biology teacher, but I didn't take biology. But she she did her. Um, we just had her for Reggie registration. So you go in at like ten to nine. And she goes through the names, and then at nine you fuck off to your actual classes and stuff. So she was just sound. It was just like, mm-hmm. she was dead nice. Um, I always crack my knuckles in my neck, and you know I'd do that. Right? It was the only time I've ever <laughs> had it with a teacher. She was like, you'll give yourself uh, arthritis if you do that. And I was like, no, you won't. She's like, you will? And I'm like, no, you won't. There's no, like, what that is, is that's not bones cracking together. That's just air popping through the Aye. joints. That's what that noise is. So it's got nothing to do. With arthritis and I think no. I bought that fear monger and I always do feel like that's gonna cause lasting damage if you keep doing it. No. 
I always felt like it was even if you didn't get arthritis, it would be like abrasive, like at some point, like. Oh, I mean, maybe that's true, but I mean, man, I was like, man, I'll be honest with you, I, I could be wrong. She, she was a biology <laughs> teacher, <laughs> but I remember the time I was like, I was like, you're a biology teacher, you should know that this is the case. But yeah, no, she was. Is it, is it like one of those things, like if you swallow chewing gum, it'll stick to your ribs? Oh, my grand used to when I used to bite my nails. Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, she was like, if you bite your nails, you know they don't, but they'll just stay in your stay in your stomach, and then you just have a big pile of nails. And I was like, oh. I'll spit them out then. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stop me biting your nails no, at all. No, not at all. Not so you didn't get into trouble much at school. Because I did. I did. I got the. I got like the first ever detention in East Wayne's Primary School. Uh, I've I've done that on the. Uh, Such a lame school. Aye, aye. <laughs> uh, because. I wasn't even at school when it fucking happened, but my group of friends bullied some other kid, and because I was the fucking ringleader, I the, the, like the most popular kid in the group. When I came back to school, they're like, "You've got detention." I'm like, "I what? I wasn't even here." I was a bully though. I will admit mm. that. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't like a. So you would have done it, but you weren't there. You were like, "You got us," but it wasn't. But I wasn't at that particular crime. Aye, aye. But I've committed crimes. Like, uh, one of mine I had got done for was like, um, you know, when you do pendulums in physics. They would do that way, you get like a bit of string and you measure the weight and the length of the string and how far it swings and collect data on it and all that, right? I fucking just got one of them right now, look up at the ceiling, like, fucking bush, put it up the ceiling, just disappears into the polystyrene. You know, the low hanging, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what do you call it, suspended ceiling. And I'll like, get me fucking mate, Terry's attention. I'm like, so we can see this, mate, boom. And he has a gun, boom, like that. Next thing you know, it's fucking guns run the class and everyone's popping the ceiling. The physics teacher comes back in and went, like, what's everyone doing? Where's all the apples? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, different look up, different <laughs> look up, and he fucking spots the ceiling, and there's just fucking thirty plus walls in the ceiling, <laughs> fucking more than one per kid. Weird. Uh, yeah, it was one of them where like all the fingers pointed back at me, where they're just like, oh, come on, there. <laughs> in primary school, it was, and we must have been like six or seven at this point, like kids, kids, like just like barely human beings. Um, one, and we always used to, used to piss together, like, all right, boys, have to go to the toilet, and they didn't. We just let you go in there because it's gonna be a clusterfuck. And it's boys. We just piss against the wall. They've got that there. There was always one kid who had to pull the trousers all the way down, and that was the kid that got bullied. Aye, aye, aye. And fair enough. Fuck man, we had. Yeah. But well, the thing we used to do, and the thing that used to fuck the teachers off, and the reason we had to be escorted into the bathrooms was because one day one kid came at the bathroom, right, and just like with, with a bit of tissue paper, got it wet and just fucking eat it. Oh and yeah, it, and it's, it sticks. And we were like, oh. My God, this is... How's this not taught in school? Uh, How have I learned this from a fucking pupil? Yeah, that's so funny that, like, every school catches on to that. Aye. Yeah, everybody discovers that of their own back. Man, it was, I enjoyed it so much, right? And we were doing it at school, and obviously the teacher comes in, we all get fucking bollocks because that's... <laughs> like, it's raining because it's dripping down. I go home. Home. <laughs> in my house, in my downstairs bathroom. You start doing it in <laughs> My mum goes, man, it's me and Joseph. It's me and Joseph. (laughs) My mum comes in and she's like... She's not going to blame Joseph. I know this now. But I don't... Well, you're trying to point Joseph to say that was But it's like, man, don't fart in the elevator with one person. Like, the reason you can do that in school, right, is you're going to get yelled at, but you're going to get yelled at as a group. That's why you do it at school. I remember while being rightfully yelled at by my mum. You just get... You go downstairs, your dad's getting bullied. <laughs> I know it's you, Mar. It's fun. I just—it's a satisfying noise, life. Like, come on. Yeah, uh, that was uh, the high in the thing. Also, getting the uh, taking the ink out your pen and chewing up paper and just oh, you do that, nice. make a little blow and just like uh, man. We used to do the horrific one, right? If you got a bit of paper, right, and you folded it like four or five times, just so it was long and thin, aye. right, and then you folded this three times over. And you put that in a, oh, a, a in an elastic band, uh-huh. man. That could, if you hit somebody with the eye, not necessarily take their eye out, but ruin the uh, eye. They gotta have a black eye. Aye. They got it. You can also do it with the if you just undo most of a paperclip except for one curl. Aye. Fucking deadly. 
Fuck I and you uh, do you have like paint your hand fully with PVA glue and peel it off. Yes, now. Man, isn't it fucking class how like is this is this is to attack like pre-internet here. Uh, this is like viral grapevine shit. Man, like, I don't think it's I don't think it's grapevine. I just think like that's when you're at your like most monkey discovery uh, stage. Do you ever uh, keep rubbing your hands together until your skin starts like rolling off and it's always a bit monkey as well uh, because you're a kid and you've been fucking playing football outside and you just got loads of just rolled up bits of dry skin on your hand. You're trying it now? Straight in. <laughs> I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, my hands are fucking. Look at that, peachy clean. You can wash your hands. You can sing "Happy Birthday" twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, would have, I think it's all a myth. Uh, oh, that thing where you know where you uh, that we were thinking before. You know when you um, blow and you get people on the back or whatever, right? Uh, I was queuing for a nightclub once and I, I, I sneezed and I just had I saw the the lad in front of us in the queue just the phlegm I'll do his back where oh, I sneezed on him right and I was like oh no fucking might start on us <laughs> I don't want to get bored from the nightclub before I'm in all that and I just thought I laughed about it with my mates right I fucking saw him as we left and he still had greaser <laughs> I'll do his I'll do his back no. they couldn't have had a full night with <laughs> greaser <laughs> Well, had a full night out with Graham doing his back. Graham? Graham? Greener? Greaser? Hockle? Oh, no Hockle. Not kind of Graham? Uh, no, a Loogie. Loogie, that's American, isn't it? Hoikle Loogie. Hoikle Loogie. Uh, oh, that's a sad that you haven't had the word Graham in your life, like Grammed up. I like it, it's a good word, uh, Graham. Uh, I don't Put know. What, I don't know what I'd do with it, the word Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you want some dinner? Aye, let's go and eat. Um, oh, uh, my shit is available to fucking buy. You can buy, finally, you can finally buy cream merch. And I know that's what you've oh, all shit, yeah. been waiting for. You've been desperate for it. You've been like, oh, when's the cream merch coming? It's out now. Link in the description. Is it? I'll, I haven't posted it yet, but I will. Right, there you go. It's there. Um, you can, I mean, I've, 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 I've carefully selected, what have I selected? Uh, you've got like some t-shirts and woolly hats and uh, you've got like a hoodie where it's got like different colour arms to the body of the hoodie. Like you went for some like really like uh, like baseball Aye. jock kind of guy. Like, and are you because uh, Cara's asked for one for her at Christmas, but you said you'd buy one. Oh shit! I I'll, I'll sort that out. Right, okay, I'll, get, I'll get that. Um, so I you're probably good if you get them. If you get them, now, you're probably good for Christmas. Spreadsheets seem to be pretty decent. Aye, um, now that we've sorted things out with them. So if you want to buy any of the merch, please uh, do. Uh, if you want to subscribe to this piece of shit, you can do. You can become a patron. Means you get this Monday. You get. You get the episode that you're currently seeing on Monday, which obviously our patrons are, and we, we thank them all the time. You get thanked by us constantly. Uh, you get some uh, uh, signed shit from us. You, you get, get every every Thursday, you get an episode as well, which you don't normally get. Aye, and it used to be only half an hour long, and we just ramble so much that it's now just, a, you get two podcasts. For every for time we fall short with day one, that gun's over. Aye. <laughs> the level out in about an hour. Um, Aye. No, I actually think we do it more towards the other end. Aye. Or at least when we've been drinking, we do. Yeah, and I uh, so you'll get you get your Monday episode for this one, which comes out Wednesday publicly in the Thursday episode, and um, you can get like different tiers. You know what? We still need to do a draw. Oh, we, yeah. need, we need to do a draw for November and December for the, for everybody that's a five pound patron gets entered in the draw. Anybody that's a ten pound patron gets entered in twice. Uh, last week was uh, Lachlan. Uh, last month that we did one was Lachlan won a signed copy of your book and my book. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we can do that again because I've got a bunch of free copies. So, nice. like, uh, we'll do we'll we'll draw a number of you because we didn't do one in November because we just uh, weren't in the country to be sending shit to people. Um, but we'll do two draws on the next on the Thursday episode because it's parents only, so you might as well watch it on there. Mm. Um, so we'll get you maybe some. Uh, some signed books, some like we'll put, we'll fucking have some goodies in, and uh, any uh, ten pound patron gets uh, added on the credits on all of the YouTube videos because I mean that's where the money's going to produce these Aye. videos. Thank you, Brett, for for accepting the job of putting us on the screen, and um, also you get two entries into the draw. And each of the tiers will have different perks for when we do live shows, whether it's a free stream or free tickets. So, aye, aye, and um, yeah, thanks for watching and thanks for your support. Go fuck yourselves. Bye.